What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode two of Shooting the Breeze with Blake and Jackson here. Uh, got another pretty good episode for you. Um, appreciate all the support and everything like that on the first episode. Me and Jack, uh, we were, you know, pretty happy to see all the ratings and stuff like that come in. Uh, that said, we have uh, two Mount Rushmores for you today. So, uh, Jack, what, tell them what those Mount Rushmores are, will be about for today's episode. All right, our... Uh first Mount Rushmore of the day is going to be on uh, pitchers that you won on the mound of a World Series Game 7 game. And then the second one is going to be Mount Rushmore of animal traits. So any trait that an animal has, you're allowed to pick. Uh, yeah, those are our Mount Rushmores of the day. Uh, what else we got, Blake? Uh, so we got Mount Rushmores. Uh, we're going to go ahead and discuss Madden 20 real quick. The usual hot seat, cool throne, the usual fire fest, the usual tweet of the day. Um, and then guys on chicks. And so that's pretty much the overview of the episode for us. Let's go. Oh, yeah, wait, one, one more thing. All right, Jack, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I, I heard I you start to slide that in there. <laughs> All I was going to say was uh, that we're adding our question of the day. We're, so we're gonna oh, yeah, question, question of the day. But Good catch. That, that was only. Yeah, I should have stopped. Anything, but, uh, yeah. So just keep, be on the lookout for that. Send us in a question. And uh, you guys, we love you guys so much. We're just going to go ahead and give you the original content. Nothing's going to be bleeped out. Nothing's going to be edited. That's how much we love you guys. So enjoy it. Uh, but to go ahead and start off uh, today's episode, uh, we're just going to go ahead and tell you what's been going on with us so you guys can catch up on us. Uh, Jack, go ahead and start. All right, uh, I'm just getting back from Myrtle Beach. I was down in South Carolina for almost two weeks, uh, having a good time, enjoying the beach, getting a tan. Uh, missed baseball, though. I'm glad to be back. Uh, just got back. Today is Saturday. Just played in uh, two baseball games today. Got two more tomorrow. Yeah, so it was fun to be at the beach, but glad to be back. Yeah, uh, that said, I'm actually at the beach now. Uh, I'm down in my aunt's, uh, Swansboro, North Carolina, about 15, 20 minutes from Emerald Isle. Um, so I'm here for this week, and then next week I'm off to Bethany. And uh, when I get back, I'll be pretty much packing up to head to school. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much all that's been going on with me, just, you know, finishing up some stuff I need to get for college and uh, pretty excited about getting going there. So pretty much the same old stuff as what was going on last time you heard us talk. You know, baseball vacation, getting ready for school. So not a lot's changed. Um, now that that's over with, that was a pretty quick segment for you guys there. Uh, but hot seat, cool throne. Jack, what do you, what's your hot seat? Um, my hot seat is, unfortunately, I know I haven't broke the, broke the news to you yet, Blake, but uh, my hot seat is my mustache. Um, my mom made me remove it, unfortunately. So the mustache is, <laughs> is gone for now. Doesn't mean it's going to be gone forever, but as of now, it's gone. My mom wanted it gone uh, for family pictures. It was, it was, a, <laughs> it was a sad day. <laughs> uh, yeah, she made me do it. It was not look. You I look too to masculine. Was, yeah, I guess. I guess it was yeah. something. Like that. I, it was a family picture, and if one of us looks superior to the other in the family, then then it's just, you can't be having yeah, any of that. Yeah. yeah. So I had to That's... had to go back to my regular. Uh, shaved face it's was not enjoying it but it, it's that's my hot seat <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one man so uh 
I guess we're on the same page there, because Jack, this is where I was going to break the news to you too, that my mustache has also been removed from my face. Uh, my reason was a little bit different though. Um, <laughs> just coming down to the beach, being out in the sun, uh, I was planning on shaving before I went away for school, um, and getting a, a fresh haircut and stuff like that. That way I didn't look like too much of a moron when I showed up on campus. Um, so I went ahead and took my mustache off. That way I didn't have a goofy looking tan line on my upper lip there. And, uh, so that was, that was pretty much my reason for, for taking it off. So all you listeners out there, put us on the hot seat. It's all good. We're putting ourselves on there. Um, now we're going to go ahead and move into the, uh, the cool throne and, my cool throne is I'm at the beach, you know, it is, it's relaxed time. It's the, you know, one week out of the year, this, this, this year it's two. So that's, what's really cool about it. Um, but you know, look forward to it all year. I love being down, down at the beach, down at the ocean and stuff, you know, just kicking back, relaxing, no worries, be happy. Shout out Bob Marley. Uh, just, you know, just living, you know, nothing to worry about. Just trying to soak up so you know my last couple weeks of family time here before i head off to school and but uh yeah so the beach the beach is my cool throne all right uh my cool throne is going to be the magic mouse it is if um for those of you who don't know it's it's an accessory it's a mouse for your macbook it is uh incredible it i don't i'm not a fan of touching like the the little pad that they give you on the macbook i don't I like having a mouse here, and just this thing is just, it's light, it's smooth, um, it makes controlling uh, the mouse on the, well, controlling the the arrow on the MacBook a lot easier, so yeah. that's my cool thing. Uh, so, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty big mouse guy myself there, Jack. Uh, it took me a while to figure out how to use the trackpad on here. There's no left button and right button to click, so uh, I, I do have to say that's forced me to become a lot more tech savvy. Um, but yes, yeah, so I might have to look into getting that magic mouse there. I haven't, I didn't convince myself it was a necessity just yet, but it might turn into one yeah, here once I get down to school. You buy the MacBook. Yeah, when you buy the MacBook yeah. and you see how expensive it is, it's like, yeah. Ew. But I added it. I was like, if I'm going to be using this all the time, I might as well have a mouse. And very glad I, I purchased it. It's a, it's a great mouse. Yeah, guys, and just real quick before we move on to the next segment, uh, flashback to last week's Cool Throne. I believe uh, Bird Dogs are my Cool Throne. Um, I got those in this past week, and uh, just absolutely superb craftsmanship. I, like, I literally, it breaks my heart when I have to take them off for the day and put them in the washer. Like, they are just that amazing. So, yeah, like I said, look wow. into those. Um, look into those if you get a chance. I mean, I got a free pair of nunchucks. Uh, promo code TAKE um, gets you a free pair of nunchucks. So just yeah, keep an eye out for that, too. And I think when I bought it, it was uh, buy two two pairs of shorts and get a free shirt. So, like I said, really impressed. Love them. Breaks my heart when I have to take them off. Can't beat it. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and move on to our next segment here, which is Madden 20. Uh, Jack and I are a couple of Sony boys. Um, big PlayStation guys pretty sure that's the only way to go uh but that said it's the fall madden's coming out everybody's getting hyped for that um so jack what what, you have any thoughts on the game or um yeah i'm i'm I'm, I'm excited for madden 20 i don't know if i'm going to be one of those guys who goes and purchases it right away but it's definitely going to be a game that i will end up having um i like playing against friends i'll they usually have a good um 
what is it long shot mode i like to play that yeah um yeah yeah usually i'm more into football at this time of the year because i'd i'd be playing football and like you're going to lifting every day exciting excited to like get the season on but like this year it's like i'm i don't want to say i don't care about football but i'm not playing football this year of course uh so i'm more excited to just play against like uh friends of mine and stuff like that so with that being said who's your favorite team to play with blake uh i'm a now i'm a ravens fan in real life but my team to play with on madden is the jacksonville jaguars you know the color rush unis for personally some of my favorite that good looking teal and even honestly the mustard gold they had a few years back it it's just i don't know it's something different something you don't see every day so that's why i enjoy playing with them um i mean blake portals that i mean probably one of the greatest blakes of all time um so i just i love i love using him have a lot of confidence in him he carries me you know i do stuff with him that i, I wouldn't do with like you know Derek carr or you know, Joe Flacco, who is elite. I can't stress that enough. Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback. Um, but even like, you know, Blake Bortles, you know, has maybe not in real life doesn't have the arm that Tom Brady does or Drew Brees or, you know, some of those guys. But in the game, pretty much just as good, honestly. And he's a little bit more agile. So, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big hurry-up guy on the ball guy when I play Madden. And I just think Blake Bortles gives me the best opportunity to win a game when I'm playing Madden. So I'm a big Jags guy when I'm playing Madden. And Leonard Fournette, he's a beast too. And Jalen Ramsey, he takes care of the defense. Pretty good all-around team. Uh, Jack, who do you like to play with? All right, wait. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say mine, but first got to ask, are we saying that um, – shoot. Okay, who's your Ravens guy? I mean, I I personally oh. don't think he's elite. So, oh, Joe Flacco. Oh, Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco. Are, are we saying he, a, he a was debate. elite at one time, or is, was he okay, elite well, at one time, or is he still elite he, to you? Absolutely. Uh, that's my I, question. I think so. Well, even early in his career, you know, right around right around the time that Baltimore won the Super Bowl, you know, he was for sure an elite quarterback, and he kind of came back down the mountain um, a little bit there towards his his last couple years in Baltimore. But, I mean, John Elway, another good quarterback, he's got him out in Denver. He's got him in that orange and navy, and I think that's going to go ahead and kickstart his career. I mean, he's got the experience that you need to command an offense and win some games. Um, And, I mean, John Elway, you know, great quarterback back in his playing days, that's who's in charge of him now. So I feel feel like that's going to – you know, help out the chemistry a little bit and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I I think he's elite because I mean, if you are elite, I think that's what people remember you as. You know, they people either remember it's your highest of highs or lowest of lows for the most part. Yeah. And I mean, in sports, for the most part, when you think of guys, you remember them at their highest of highs. You know, the big plays that they made to win a game. And Joe Flacco has done that plenty of times. I think he's elite. Okay. Yeah, I I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I think we could uh, definitely do a debate about that in another episode. But uh, yeah, I'll guys, just tell you all the listeners out there to play with. Get a hold of us, listeners. Let us yeah, know what ahead. you think. Is Joe Flacco elite or not? We'll put a poll up and just make sure make sure to go vote. I mean, it's anonymous. I mean, nobody's going to make fun of you if you say he's elite. You know, we're not. We're obviously not going to do oh, that. Yeah. No. So be honest with yourselves. Be honest with us. 
Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback. I think all of you guys know it out there deep down, but you're just too too uh, you know shy to admit it. But yeah, we'll throw a poll up there for you guys, so keep an eye out for that. But Jack, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Go ahead. Oh no, you're good. You're good. Um, I'm gonna go. My favorite team to play with, uh, it's definitely the Patriots. Uh, I love one. You might be surprised why I like to play with them. I know that you can change your playbook on before you go and play, but I love their defense. I love. I take the safety, I play as the free safety, and I basically spy whoever I think is necessary. I So I still have my cover one, and I got man on the side. And, uh, the Patriots love playing man, but they also love changing up week to week. So um, I like using their, their defensive playbook just because I, th- I personally think scoring is easy, but def- stopping someone from scoring is, is where it gets difficult. So I love using their defense. Plus, I love the guys on defense. Uh, just um, like uh, Gilmore and all those guys. That good corners. They have good corners, good safeties, and a really good D line. So I like playing with them. Um, also, Tom Brady. You can't get wrong playing with Tom Brady. He's the greatest of all time. Oh, not at all. Oh wow, man. See, I I personally think that. If he's not the greatest of all time, then then there is no great of all time because he's he's got to be it. I think he's got to be on everyone's list. If you're well going to make put. the top three quarterbacks of all time, he's got to be on. He's got to put on everyone's list. He's got to be put on everyone's list. Oh, no, so no doubt about it. And I mean, I, I love playing with the Patriots. Yeah, and if you guys have seen uh, Tom Brady, he's coming in the year twenty. People, twenty years in the NFL. That is absurd. Years. He, I, actually, I mean, the other day is, I saw he got a standing ovation. He, yeah, at, uh, and he's, spring, he has aged uh, so gracefully. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known he's played twenty years in the NFL by the way he looks. I mean, he has aged very good, and I think that helps him look good, feel good, play good. Um, One more year. Did you just see where his I mean, forty time got faster? I did not. What's he down to now? Do you know off the top yeah, of your head? His forty time got. Oh no! It was. It's not by a lot, but still, 20 years later to still. We can look at the stat department if you'd like. Yeah, let's I get the stats on that. Uh, uh, if you know well, here's trainer, here, our stats. Are weird about his trainer. Yeah, well, his uh, his time at the Combine. Um, let's see here. Wow. So, his... Combine okay, time was a five two eight, and I think it's down to five one seven. Is that right? Am I seeing that right, or am I looking at something wrong? Our stats department, guys, don't worry. We're really going to get on the stat department because they are sucking yeah, at their jobs are. right now. Yeah, for what they are. Yeah. Okay, wait. Tom Brady runs faster forty yard dash at age forty one than he did at age twenty three. I, it doesn't have a number. It was just something Whoa. I saw on Twitter. But okay. Also, if you watch his, well, I don't think they're not releasing that number. Effort. No, no, they are not. I don't think they're releasing the number just because they don't want defenses to know what he's really down to. I mean, it's hard enough as it is when you play Tom Brady, but to know that yeah. he's got even faster. I mean, saying he's faster is one thing. A lot of people say, "Oh, you know, that's that's a lie." I don't believe that stuff. And I I think the Patriots are going to use the naysayers out there to their advantage um you know what i mean they, there's no need for them they know tom brady knows he runs a faster 40 now than he ever did 
That's yeah. all. That's the only person yeah. needs to know. Nobody else and needs to know. Thing. That's a, that's a thing. surprise advantage. Tom Brady's one of those guys that your grand your grandkids will probably end up watching him too. I mean, this is a guy who's going to be around ninety four, and still throwing touchdowns in the NFL. I mean, that's the way it is now. Don't be surprised. Yeah, if they keep putting these kids, favorite players. These also protect Tom Brady. I mean, all these protect the passer penalties and stuff like that are coming into the league. It wouldn't surprise me at all. The guy is just the guy's like what is it Benjamin Button where like he gets he is born old and is like dies young like I mean this guy he's won ever since he's came in the league he's been clutch he's been the man we uh he's being been the man we like to talk about being the man Tom Brady is Be the, the man. man uh my favorite player I always root for him I I wouldn't call myself a Patriots fan but if the Patriots are playing. I'm never rooting against Tom Brady. Never, ever will I root against Tom Brady. Another thing, I will never bet against Tom Brady. I'm not a betting man, but if I was, my money would always be on Tom Brady. No doubt about it. Uh, so that was just pretty much a little Madden 20 recap that uh, this year. Let us let us know who you guys like to play with. Uh, I mean, it's coming out soon. And honestly, seeing the Madden commercials, when I see the Madden commercials, I think I saw like, Something from that college game day posted. Uh, college football is like less than a month away, and I oh, love like when the Madden commercials come out. When the Madden commercials come out, and, I, and then I see the college game day stuff start being put out. That college football is less than a month away. I am like now I'm a big baseball guy. Baseball is my favorite. I, like the spring training commercials and stuff like that. Probably my favorite commercials ever. But the Madden commercials get me excited because I know the college game day and like the college football pump up videos are coming out on YouTube for the upcoming year, and I just love watching them. And like Jack said, I like, I'm like i not as excited about football this year just because I'm not playing it, but like when I was playing, I, I think I would like sit and watch like an hour's worth of college pump-up you know, videos per night. Like that's, the, that's good stuff. That is good hype stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. It's an exciting time of the year too, definitely. Yeah. Um, so that's it. I think we're going to go ahead and move on to our first – Mount Rushmore, which is uh, the pitch, the pitcher who you would want on the mound during Game 7 of the World Series. And real quick, these are all-time guys. These don't have to be like guys that are currently pitching or have pitched in, say, the last 5 to 10 years. These are, for if real? they've are pitched a game in their life. Yeah, yeah. Did you prepare for the wrong thing? Well, this is an example of always, well, this is an example of not coming prepared, but <laughs> this is the reason to always come prepared. I, I only have down pictures of today's game, of who I'd want, so I, I'd really... All right, well, really, uh, I'll be nice and let you go first this time, this just time. because just because you came uh, came unprepared. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and let, let you pick first. All right, uh, my first pitcher, of course, it's of all time, but I messed up and only am doing pitchers who are pitching today. Uh, my first one's going to be Max Scherzer. Hmm. Very good pick. Very dominant pitcher. I think his yeah. he's led the league in like the majority of the stats that pitchers you know get scouted for and like looked at for and win awards for. I think he's led the league in like the majority of those type of stats for the past couple of years now. So that was that was, oh, yeah. that was a good pick like, all around. I would have had. You can't look him in the eyes. Yeah. Oh, you got the two That's eyes. yeah. That just that throws you that's for just, a loop, man. That's. Whew. Scary stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, Throws gas. My my first pick is going to be Cy Young. I mean, they have an award named after the guy. For the best pitcher in the league for that year is the Cy Young Award. So why not take the guy, the, the man that the award is named after? I mean, he had to have been pretty good. I can say I've never seen him play, but yeah, pretty smart. His yeah, legend yeah. lives on. So that's enough. That's I. enough information for me. Uh, so Cy Young's my number one yeah, pick. Yeah, that's solid. That's a real solid, solid pick, Blake. Um, up next, I'm gonna go with Justin Verlander. Uh, he's kind of been all over, he, like, uh, but now he's pitching for the. Um, Houston, he's pitching for Houston, so uh, he is deadly, guys. I mean, he is he throws hard, throw, has great stuff, and I'm a Yankees fan. Um, I if my Yankees are playing against the Astros, I, I don't want Justin Verlander on the mound. The guy is just one. He throws hard. Two, he's got a really hot girlfriend, Kate Upton. <laughs> know Kate Upton. Um, she. She's really hot. So, I mean, any guy with a hot girlfriend usually is – he throws hard. Uh, he's got great stuff, and he's a he's a winning pitcher. That's that's one thing about him. He he wins. So, yeah, my second pick is Justin Verlander. Uh, all right. So, uh, my second pick, Mr. Madison Bumgarner. Now, he sounds like a bust just because, like, he plays for the Giants, and they're kind of always like the team that's supposed to make the run, but that they never do in recent years at least. Um, but his postseason stats are some of the best that have ever been put up by a pitcher in Major League history, and his World Series stats are even better. He has, st- well, you know, as you guys know, there's usually like a five-man rotation for starting pitchers. Um but his postseason stats are really good. But this, they, these are just his World Series stats real quick. I'll give you a quick recap. He started two games in the World Series before. He's won both of those games. He has not given up an earned run in either of his starts. And in one of his starts, he went eight innings, only allowing three hits. And the other start in the World Series, he went seven innings and allowed two hits. No earned runs. He walked two people in both of those games. And then in 2014... He didn't start any games, um, but he did, in fact, pick up two wins coming out of the bullpen. So, he's his career World Series stat line, he has played five games. He has started two of them. He's 4-0 and in his five games, and his ERA is a .6. He's allowed 14 hits through 15 innings of work. Which is about a hit in inning, but the games he started, he only gave up five hits through the first, you know, fifteen innings that he started, which is really good. And I'm, I assume that he gave up, uh, he had to have given up a couple hits, you know, yeah, in the in the times where he came out of the bullpen. But just a stud, it seems like when it comes down to crunch time. So my second pick, Madison Bumgarner. Oh, I, I like that pick. Um, I like the guy. Uh, it's- I remember a few weeks back, whenever that guy uh, pimped the home run, he told him to run. And he said, "Quit looking at oh, the run." I just oh yeah, just and really, I, I think it was Max Muncie. He said, uh, "He said like he said, shut up and go get my ball out of the water," <laughs> which was like ultimate oh, yeah, savage yeah, that's, move. That's, 
they were playing in San Fran, and behind the right field wall there is the San Francisco Bay. And if a lefty gets a hold of one, there's I think there's only been like 76 splash hits in the history of that park being there. And so it doesn't happen very, very often. And Max Muncy told him to go get his ball out of the water, <laughs> which was like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... But the, uh, Madison Bumgarner, he's got a few home runs on him too, right? As a pitcher. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he, a. He's I remember a few. Oh wait, he might be the was, best yeah. hitting pitcher there is in the league. Like, I mean, I know pitchers yeah. aren't supposed to hit, but still, pitcher that can hit in the National League. Wow. Well, yeah, uh, Jack, what's really your third good, pick? Uh, World Series. That's really good World Series numbers for a pitcher right there. Yeah. I did not go and look at all the stats or anything. Um, up next, I'm going to have uh, another Yankee killer, uh, Chris Sale. He is, Ooh. He's got the nastiest slider. And, oh, my that guy. Wipe the out. The way his ball moves. Yeah, it's it's like you wonder, like, how a guy could ever hit that, like, ever. But, uh, yeah, left-hander throws uh, mid to higher mid to high 90s, and it's got a really, really scary slider. So that's my third pick. Very, very solid pick, Jack. Uh, my third pick, the big unit, Mr. Randy Johnson. Towering lefty that terrorized hitters his whole career. I mean, I'd be at ease if I saw him on the mound for my team in Game 7 of the World Series. I wouldn't be worrying about a thing. No. Yeah, he's a, he's another pitcher who beat the Yankees in the Game 7 game. Uh Wait, what? One second. I'm looking at the stat department. Yeah, you're good. Um, this uh, if our stat if our stat department isn't on top of the game, we just do a little segment called Bad Radio, where you probably won't be hearing us talking yeah, we because we've had to get up and and leave the mics and mute the mics while we yell at our stat department. So don't be alarmed if if like it sounds like it just cut out. It didn't. We just had to go discipline our our subordinates because. They are sucking at their jobs, and we can't have that. We're trying to rise through the ranks of – we're trying to give you guys an enjoyable show, and I wouldn't be enjoying it if nothing was, you know, set up properly and and right at the fingertips of the hosts. So, yeah, forgive us. Yeah, no, um, I was looking up. I I thought that he had more, but it says that – I knew of Randy Johnson's – his perfect game that he threw against the Braves. Um, yeah, he, he was a pretty old – he was older then too when he threw that. That was later in his career. But uh, yeah, I thought he had more. No, ended up – yeah, he only had one. But still really impressive. Anytime anyone throws a perfect game, and he's one of the guys who has thrown a perfect game. Yeah. Uh, up next I have um, – well, my, my last pick is – Luis Severano, uh, he's a pitcher for the Yankees, throws really hard. He's got a really good slider, good changeup. Uh, he's the best pitcher on the Yankees, but uh, has been hurt off and on. So waiting for him to get healthy. But, yeah, this this guy can throw. I mean, he's a great pitcher, young pitcher, one of the younger pitchers in the leagues that is dominant the way he is. Yeah, he's a – He's my favorite Yankee pitcher, who's my favorite team, but also he's going to make it onto my Mount Rushmore of pitchers I'd want starting in a Game 7 game. That's my last pick. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up on my side with uh, Roger Clemens. Um, 
great guy when he got into the prime of his career. He started to he started to fall off the tracks towards the end of his career and stuff like that. But I mean, during his prime, he was dominant, and he was a little nuts too. He didn't mind picking a fight every once in a while, hitting a bat or just uh, not let everybody get too comfortable and stuff like that. So I respect that. Um, but yeah, so my fourth and final pick for this is uh, Roger Clemens. And that, that wraps it up for uh, Mount Rushmore of pitchers you'd want on the mound for your team in Game 7 of the World Series. Um, let us know what you think. You know, get a hold of us on social media or even, you know, leave a comment uh, in the podcast app itself. Uh, let us know what you think, though. Um, I think now, Jack, I think uh, Firefest of the Week, am I right? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, my Firefest. You, you want me to go ahead and start off with mine? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, my Firefest is I had to drive by myself there to and from South Carolina. So I drove down to South Carolina, and I also drove back all by myself. I mean, it's hard to complain whenever you do it to yourself. So you you kind of choose to do it, but also uh, being by yourself – for over eight hours in a car can it's, it's just it's not real fun it really makes you hate driving i remember being <laughs> so excited to get my license but once now that i have them it's like oh it's not really enjoyable to just go driving like that so that's my uh fire fest i had to drive to and from all by myself listening to a lot of podcasts a lot of part of my take um uh yeah just i mean that makes the time go by faster but still it's just Exa- mentally exhausting. So, yeah, that's my fire fest of the week. All right, Jack. Again, very similar to yours. My fire fest of the week is detours. Uh, so, like I said, I'm down at my aunt right now in Swansburg, North Carolina. Um, it's it's probably about a seven and a half, eight hour drive. Um, honestly, maybe less depending on which way you go. Um, but when we came down, Dad decided to go through. Uh, if you're familiar with the area, he decided to go through. Uh, out 51, um, Industrial Boulevard 51, Mexico Farms, Paul Paul, uh, kind of in a back way to Berkeley Springs just to, just to try to not yeah. get caught in traffic there on 81 and 95 there once you get past Hagerstown. Um, and also at night and stuff, and we were all pretty tired, so he didn't want to feel like, you know, he was rushed, A, and B, behind, you know, if he was getting a little, like, you know, tired and stuff like that. Not having to worry about yeah. controlling a vehicle that's going, you know, 80, 85 mile an hour in bumper to bumper uh, traffic. So we, we kind of just kind of took it slow and cruised our way into, uh, we stayed in Ashland, Virginia. Safe. Yeah, played it safe, you know. what? No rush, not a lot of cars, you know, so it was kind of move at your own pace, whatever you felt comfortable with. Um, yeah. And, uh, Virginia, so like said, by we, the way, is a pain. Just a pain. Oh, my like gosh. Half the trip is in Virginia, I'm telling yeah. you. Like, and for like, me, I've always gone... Depending on where I was going in South Carolina, but like if I'm going down to, I went down. Okay, if I'm going to Charleston, it is I drive down the back roads, so all the and then I basically come out of the back roads and right next to Harrisonburg, right next to JMU. Yeah, yeah. Like literally eight miles before it. So starting in starting there, then I got about four hours of driving through Virginia. So, oh, it's Virginia, Virginia just feels like it's forever. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. so like I said, detour, so it, yeah, absolutely. And, um, but like I said, so my fire festival week was detours, and I'll get to that here in a second. So, we spent the night in Ashland, Virginia, just because, you know, we got 
I got two little sisters, and I, we don't want to throw them in the car for that long and just try to get out and rest a little bit, you know. So we just decided to, uh, and we've driven through the night before, and like Jack said, it just feels like forever when you're driving through Virginia, and it just drags on and drags on and drags on. So we decided to just set up shop in a hotel for the night and relax and, you know, get a good breakfast in us the next morning. Um, so I drove us from Ashland, Virginia, down to Swansboro, and uh, everything was good, you know, fine. We got I got back on 95 this morning. That's the way I went. Um, I'm, I just, you know, traffic doesn't bother me as much. And, I mean, it doesn't really bother Dad either. It's just uh, I think we were more alert and, like, awake and stuff like that today. We weren't as tired, yeah. um, which was a big part. But we got on 95, and we were just cruising, you know, Took got off uh, in 17 here towards the north part of North Carolina, um, got on 17, came down through uh, Kinston and Greenville, um, and right, I'd say maybe 30 minutes before uh, we were due to arrive at my aunt's, um, the GPS, I guess they were doing some heavy road work because they had like what looked to be like an interstate that was completely shut down and like not finished, so it looks like they're building like a new like interstate or something like that or adding on to it. Um, yeah, just, so there was just like detours everywhere and uh, our GPS, like the guidance system in the car, it said end of route guidance until known roads are traveled on. And I'm thinking like, whoa, like what just happened? And it didn't, it didn't have like our little like car marker on the map, like on the road. It had us like parallel next to it. And so like. I mean, I just pretty much looked at the compass and just kind of figured out which w general direction I needed to go in. And so we yeah, eventually yeah. got, like, our phones back out and, like, kind of directed ourselves um, when the GPS kind of failed. But that was all thanks to the detours. So that kind of threw us for a loop there for a little bit. We got lucky and didn't get lost because um, we have been down here before, but we came down about two or three years ago, I think. So it's not like... Uh, we know the area too well, um, so the detour sucked. Yeah, that's that's my fire fest of the week. And I mean, it literally takes oh, you like yeah. through the middle of nowhere, and you feel like you missed a turn, and you just want to like backtrack until you get back to like a, a road that everybody knows. But we got through it. So detours, fire fest of the week for Blake. All right, Blake. Before we move on. Um, I just want to announce this. I'm just now seeing this. I don't know how big of a news it is. It says it was, I got this 16 minutes ago. It says Theo Riddick release means it's Ty Johnson time. So Ooh. it looks like uh, the Lions have just released Theo Riddick. So uh, that, I guess it's really good for the hometown. Oh, absolutely. Johnson, everyone's rooting for him. Yeah, everyone's yeah. rooting for him. Yeah. And just uh, speaking of hometown on a, on a more uh, somber note here, um, uh, a well-known kid, you know, three-sport athlete at Fort Hill. Uh, his name's Ben Starr. Um, he hasn't had the best luck. If you guys haven't heard the the news, uh, he's been diagnosed with uh, lymphoma, I, I believe, uh, yeah, a lung cancer. Of, yeah, some, some yeah so he's uh, undergoing treatment down at Johns Hopkins right now. Um, I believe there is a GoFundMe set up for him and his family. Um, so just uh, yeah. keep Ben and his family in your thoughts and prayers. Um and just, you know, constant, constant prayer for him and his family just to help them get through this rough time. Um, and it just, it hit him out of the one blue. I dude. mean, yeah, hashtag one tough dude is uh, on Twitter. And uh, 
I believe me and Jack retweeted on our personal accounts, but also uh, the Shooting the Breeze account. We retweeted the link for the GoFundMe. So uh, just share that as much as you can. Get the news out to just try to help him and his family out. He's a great kid. He'd do anything to make anybody else's lives easier. You know, he's always looking out for other kids and stuff like that. Um, and it just it came up out of nowhere. He was always an active, healthy kid, and it just life can change that fast, you know. So everybody out there, be grateful for, you know, everything you have and, you know, don't take any days for granted. Um, but that said, just keep Ben and his family in your prayers yeah. and uh, just share the hashtag one tough dude uh, on Twitter. Just share that stuff and uh, let's see if we can help him out a little bit. Yeah, it's just terrible if you ever see that happen to anyone. You never, ever want to see that happen. Yeah. Um, and that, that hits close to home, too. I mean, my parents have, you know, we kind of, Ben's a little bit younger than me, but I've always seen him around and stuff because our parents would hang out and stuff like that. And so, you know, kind of, you know, not quite a little brother figure to me, but still really close to me and stuff like that. And that just, like, that just came out of nowhere. And uh, I couldn't believe it. So, but, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and move on. But keep him and his family in your prayers, please. Yes, please. Uh, uh, so next we got latest tweet of the day. Yeah, tweet of the day. Okay. Uh, you want to start? First on this, Blake? Or, yeah, I can, I can go first. I can go first. I got go it. Ahead. Um, so I don't know if this is a video, so you, I can tell you what what the video says. Um, but it's it says witnessing Batman getting pulled over is not something you expect to see every day, and sure enough, it has some cops pulling over the Batmobile. Uh, I'll try to walk you through the video real quick. Yeah, and the guy inside the Batmobile was actually dressed up like Batman. Um, it's actually really cool. Like, it's pretty crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, was he, was he so speeding, or did it not yeah, say? I, I guess the cop maybe thought... It, it didn't look like he was speeding. I mean, yeah, he just kind of looked like he was setting the pace in traffic, but he wasn't even going that fast. I think the cops may have just pulled him over just because the car maybe wasn't street legal or... You know, I mean, because yeah, that's not something you see. You don't see the Batmobile cruising down your streets every day of the week. So that probably took the cops for a spin, and they probably pulled him over to check like check everything out. But the thing is with that is, like, that's just not a good move as a cop. I mean, think of all, like, the people that, like, I mean, you're wasting his time, man. I know Batman runs on a tight schedule. Like, you, oh. you're going to stop him, pull him over. Just think about, like, you could have had three or four people gone missing, or something terrible could happen. I mean, you gotta let Batman finish a job. Let him go do what he's supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't pull over. If if anybody's Batman. above the law, I think it's Batman, and I think yeah. everybody's yeah. okay with that. So not a good look for the for the yeah. what I don't know Batman where this took the place right to at. Give them a ticket. Yeah, but not a good look for whatever police department that was. They need to be maybe a little bit more aware of Batman's schedule. And just give that man a free pass, because I mean he's not going to do any harm whatsoever. Yeah, that should uh, been my hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> pulling over Batman, the, yeah. the policeman. Come on now. Over. I mean. Yeah. But uh, all right, Jack, what do you got? All right, uh, mine is a tweet from Barstool Sports. Um, it's a double quote, so it's a quote by Bill Belichick, but he is quoting. It says, "What Super Bowl ring do you like? Ne- do you like most?" And then uh, it's Tom Brady saying the next one, which is just awesome. I mean, it just gives you goosebumps. And this is Bill Belichick quoting Tom Brady's quote. So 
uh, a few years back, some reporter, I think it was after the, you remember um, the Super Bowl whenever uh, they were uh, losing 28-3? Yeah, that was to the, uh, the Falcons there. Away. Yep. Yes, to the Falcons. And uh, after that, a reporter went up to Tom Brady and had asked him who, I mean, what Super Bowl ring was his favorite. And I guess they were expecting him to say, oh, this one's got to be my favorite, thinking he's late in his career, probably won't win another one. Uh, and they also just came back from an impossible like I mean if you look at that you're saying this is impossible and I was one of the guys I was like this is over after the first half this is over man uh, this sucks well they came back one so the reporter asking Tom Brady's response was the next one well today Bill Belichick quoted that and talked about how Tom talked about Tom Brady saying that saying that his favorite Super Bowl ring is the next one and I that's just gives you goosebumps that's that's just should I say badass? That is badass. <laughs> that, that is just because of the Patriots. They, I mean, they they win. Bill Belichick's a great coach. Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. I'll stick to it. I'll put all my money on Tom Brady. Um, but yeah, I, I loved whenever he said that because I knew what the reporter had wanted to hear, and I just loved what Tom Brady had said. It was just so. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that that's my tweet of the day. It was on Barstool Sports. Uh, Bill Belichick's a weird guy. I mean, he, he he usually never gives you a full answer, just, <laughs> but I loved how he said that today. So yeah, that's my tweet of the day. Yeah, that's that's a real good one. That's that's a pretty good one. Um, I think we have our second Mount Rushmore of the episode for you guys, and this we is do. a special episode because yep. I can tell you, I mean, we're only two episodes deep, but two Mount Rushmores in one episode is probably not going to happen a lot. So enjoy this one, uh, nope. Jack. Go ahead and we, love uh, our fans. Yeah, we, just, we do. We love you guys so much. You guys are all award-winning listeners. Uh, thank you for everything, and just go to bed at night knowing you that you make a difference. You're an award-winning listener, and that if you think you know, if you're having a rough day, you can just go to sleep knowing you're an award-winning listener to shooting the breeze. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, but the, uh, this second Mount Rushmore here, uh, it's a uh, the Mount Rushmore of animal traits you wish you had. So this is a pretty cool one. Uh, Jack, I'm feeling... I'm in a pretty good mood, man. I'll, I'll let you go first again. Oh. Alright. Um, up up first on my list, I'm going to go with speed. Just a cheetah. I saw that a cheetah can run 68 miles per hour. Yeah, you have to be. you have to tag it with an animal. It can't just be like, you know, yeah, a bird. Yeah. yeah, tag it with a legit animal. Yeah, uh, so just to try the to speed of a cheetah. There you speed go. Speed of a cheetah. Atta boy. The fact that they can run sixty-eight miles per hour. I mean, just think of like, think of that. If you were able to run sixty-eight miles per hour, think of how different your life would be right now. Like, you could do anything. Like, you could, you could be on a football team and an NFL football team, just as like a, like a part-time thing. Where like, hey, I want to come play for you today. Go ahead, <laughs> sign me for a big contract. But I'm not only playing for you. I'm also going to go play. What else? Oh, basketball. I'm going to go play on an NBA basketball team because yeah, that might, that also might be difficult. But I'm that's, sure that's that fast break stuff right yeah. there. That's that oh breakaway to win a game. You could, do anything. You could play center your, field in baseball and just take the whole outfield. Different. I mean, 
You could yeah, literally. Yeah, the ball goes up in the air. I mean, it's it's a caught ball. Uh, that would be yeah, that would be actually really just cool. Just imagine showing up. Just imagine showing up to a baseball game and only seeing one outfielder and like six infielders. <laughs> like what? Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> how do you beat that shift? There is no way to beat that shift. Don't give up. You're not beating the shift. Um, even if you hit a line drive to the to what you think is going to be to the fence, it's still going to be you, you have a good chance of getting thrown out at second if a guy can run 68 miles per hour. So yeah, that's. That's mine. That's my first on the list of Mount Rushmore. Uh, that's speed of the Chia, which is. Uh, all right. So my first one's probably gonna be an eagle's eyesight. Like, Ooh. just imagine like flying like, you know, a couple hundred feet up in the air, I, even higher, I guess, and being able to see yeah. something as small as a mouse moving around on the ground. Like, whoa. Like that'd be that's that's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool, especially because I'm I'm blind in one of my eyes, so I would definitely take an eagle's eyesight just because that'd be cool. Just have my eyesight back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, way to way to make that yeah. one personal. That's that's out of boy. That's an out of boy for you. Yep. Uh, okay, so out of my list. Next, I'm gonna say uh, swimming. Really fast. Uh, I saw that a sailfish, I've never heard of a sailfish, but whenever I looked it up, a sailfish swims 68 miles per hour. So, like, you there, Blake? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm okay, here. Uh, Sorry about that. A little, little right, technical good. difficulties. But, yeah, I, yeah, I, I am here. Too, so I was just... Okay, a uh, sailfish can swim 68 miles per hour. And... Just think about like all these pool games that you play with your friends, like, like um, or just doing anything like not even in the pool, but also at the ocean. Like, if you're able to swim 68 miles per hour, just think like that's that's insane. I'd love to be able to swim that fast. Um, if you if I tell you to come catch me, I mean you're never catching me. 68 miles per hour, no one's catching that. So yeah, that's sharks might not like, and that this is another thing. I'm I'm looking at like the speed and the swimming speed also is like a survival tactic so like you're afraid of being caught by a shark boom gone swim the shark and that's what i would be able to do if i could yep if i so yeah i'm never going to be afraid of sharks i mean what the only thing that can really get me now is like some bacteria so (laughs) yeah yeah that that just eliminates my fear of getting bit by a shark which i've never really had but yeah the shark can never catch me if i'm able to swim 68 miles per hour so yeah yeah, that's that that's gonna be a second all right, uh, my second one here is an ant's strength. I, I don't know. I just know they can lift like, ooh, ooh, I don't know, like 50, really 50 times uh, their body strength or something like that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm not saying like an actual ant's strength. But, um, okay, here you go. Uh, although estimates vary, the average ant can carry between 10 and 50 times its own body weight. So just as a quick reference, um, I weigh 190 pounds. So at 10 times my body weight, I am at 1,900 pounds. But at 50 times my body weight, I am, I can lift 9,500 pounds. So, like, oh my whoa. Gosh. Yeah, like. I could lift a car. I could lift, I could lift probably like a really big truck and then whatever it's towing on its trailer. Not a tractor trailer, but like, you know, like a F-250 or a Dodge Ram with maybe that's towing a boat. Like, yeah. I could lift that. 
Like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Really, that's that's awesome. So yeah, that's um, that's my second pick, Jack. That's a good one. That's that's a really good one. Um, third, I'm gonna go with. Um, oh yeah, yeah. This I'm surprised no one's picked this yet. Uh, flying, like a. I might not pronounce this right, but a peregrine peregrine falcon. Yeah, uh, I can't say that. Falcon I can't say that word either. Can um, can fly over 200 miles per hour. So one, not only are you able to fly, but like you're so able to fly over 200 miles. If per if hour. I remember this correctly, Jack, I think you have you don't have anything to worry about on sea, air, or land. Like you got a sailfish's speed, no, a cheetah's yeah. speed, and a the peregrine yeah. uh, falcon speed. So like. You don't have to ever worry about traveling or like being late to anything. You can just like, oh, I gotta oh, yeah, be, yeah, I gotta no, be at, sc- I gotta be across campus in like two minutes. <laughs> I'm not leaving for another minute. I'll make it there with thirty seconds to spare. Like yeah, just, and another just, thing whoa. that goes along with this is like, I always say how I want to actually be able to use it for something other than just like being able to like having it. But like, okay, so you know how you were talking about detours. As yeah. Your, uh, hot seat, or it's your fire fest. Your fire fest. Yeah, my fire fest. Uh, yeah. I don't think. Last time I checked, I don't remember there ever being any detours up in the sky. So Ooh. when you're up there, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I mean, I'm sure there is. Like, if there's like a huge storm or something going through, but like. Uh, then you could just you could just, just convert to a sailfish while you're in the cloud filled with water, and swim yeah. right through it, and then pop back out the other side as a like. Yeah, it's whoa. a shame that you didn't say this, but like. That you didn't have this too, because like um, if I would have had the ant strength, I would have been able to carry everything I needed to go on vacation, and then just hop up in the air and fly 200 miles per hour to get there. So that's so crazy. Um, I don't have the strength to do it, but I would I would definitely pack a nice backpack. You can just you could just tell your weight. family, bring the rest. You know. Yeah. You could always do that. Yeah. That's that's oh, safe. Yeah. Also, another thing like if you had that strength, I would just have my family get in a light car or something or a light something like maybe a car and then take out all the unnecessary weight and just pick up the car and fly if i had that strength but i don't oh so yeah. I, yeah i'm just taking out the idea well, we can, that you could we can, have had that you missed out on so. <laughs> we can work together as a team when we go places uh so uh, okay so i'm yeah. i oh, think yeah, yeah. this is my third pick right now correct you've done three Yes, I, I did three. I went first, okay. yep. So you were okay. up for the third. So my third one, I want a dog's loyalty. Like, just like, I mean, to be honest, like, I'm a pretty, uh, are you I'm, saying a, that you're I'm not a, a very, person? no, see, that's that's what I was afraid okay, to get myself okay, into okay. that. I'm, I am loyal as a person, but just like, just imagine never, like, always, I guess, being loyal to like everybody that treats you right. And I, well, I don't know. I'm putting myself yeah. in a bad spot here, but just like forming that bond, I guess is what I should say. Like to never have to other people have to worry about like losing you because, like, yeah, no, you know, no, maybe I, I totally maybe friends. You, I know where you, come you go, from. you know, everybody goes away for school, right? Maybe some friends, you know, are worried about yep. not being able to stay in touch with you in the future or something like that, you know? And like, yeah, the loyalty of a dog, person. like just yeah, you'll. You're your friend for life. Like no matter where they're yeah. at, you will always be able to catch up with them and go see them. And like, but yeah, so that's where that's where like a dog's loyalty comes into play. Like, yeah. 
they it doesn't matter if you are gone a second or a week or a month or a year a dog is always just as excited to see you like that's how loyal they are like they don't care yeah how no, long I, you've been I, gone I or know exactly what you're saying even like that's just so crazy like that's awesome dogs are awesome man's best friend and they also like they don't care like um how you smell like they're always going to run up to right you. Like, they just don't they are just loyal loyal amazing and i i consider them people i mean dogs are all oh, for sure people too for yeah sure. dogs are they're great um yeah so that's a good one um, i never thought of it like that so yeah i I respect yeah. that, Nick Blake. As soon as I started to say it, I was afraid it might it might hit the ears of all the listeners out there a little crooked. Um, but I had Especially I had the listener as in your girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. She might get a little scared. Honey, about, you're talking honey, about you don't you don't have anything to, to worry about. I promise, you don't <laughs> have anything to worry about. <laughs> but no, I was, as soon as he I started just wants saying to be it, even more loyal for you. Yeah, I, like in yeah. off the charts loyal and. Don't worry, I do a good job. You don't have anything to worry about, like I said. But um, this is as soon as I started saying it, I kind of had like a uh oh moment. Like, oh, it sounded a lot better in my head. It sounded a lot better no, in my no, head. I, but yeah, I, no, I, I like no it. bad I intentions to everybody out I there. I'm, I am a trustworthy, loyal person. Don't yeah, don't take that the wrong way. But um, all right, Jack, what do you got for your fourth pick? I believe you. I believe you. Um. Uh. Okay, I this is just gonna go along with something I've already picked, but it would be to be able to breathe underwater like a fish. Mm. So you know how so fish are we can talking, breathe under. Yeah, are we talking like full fledged fish, or like are we talking about like a whale slash dolphin type of breathing so that you're still a mammal, so you can breathe on land, but you can also hold your breath underwater well, I, I for extended we were periods just of time. Adding to what we already have. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, good point. It, I didn't think That's, it had to be like scientific, yeah. to, but like very adding. yeah, we are so adding, I'm adding. Way to clarify that. To good, like good job. my skills. So right now I'm able to fly over 200 miles per hour. I'm able to run and swim 68 miles per hour. So uh, to go along with this, I mean, I'm going to be running. I'm not really like you're running like that, but I guess if like a cheetah can do it, it's it's just what you can do. You're not gonna get like real tired from it, but it's just what I can do. I was I was gonna say climbing walls, like like climbing stuff like a bear. You know, how, like a bear can climb trees yeah. real fast. But I yeah. didn't go with that. I, I'm gonna go with breathing underwater because whenever I'm swimming that fast, I'm just just think about how cool it'd be to like not even get tired. Like I'm not even like have to come up. And right now on my skill set, it does not include breathing underwater so i'm gonna go ahead and say breathing underwater just like a fish like that's how i'm gonna it's adding to my skill set of yeah my my arsenal of skills so that that would be what i would pick okay wow that is great all right so jack real quick before i hit to my fourth one tell the listeners your complete mount rushmore that way they get like the full picture of you and then when i take my fourth pick i'll give them the full picture of me that way they don't get like confused and stuff so give us a rundown of all your picture real quick my first one i picked was the speed of a cheetah a cheetah is able to run 68 miles per hour uh my second pick is to swim like a sailfish who a sailfish can swim 60 also 68 miles per hour and then my third pick was flying like a I wasn't able to peregrine. The peregrine, peregrine, peregrine falcon, That's yeah. Peregrine falcon, yeah. who can fly over 200 miles per hour, which is so impressive. And then fourth is breathing underwater like a fish. So those, that's my four on the Mount Rushmore of skills, animal, um, animal traits. 
okay. that I uh, want to add. All right. So my fourth and final pick would be uh, this. This might sound a little weird. Um, those of you that know me, I like I'm like six one. You know, maybe if I got a nice pair of like Air Maxes on, I can get to six two. Uh, I'm pretty tall as it is, I guess, to most people. But my fourth and final pick would be a giraffe's height. Actually, ah, already put it up there. Never mind. Giraffe's height, fourth and final pick. That's locked in. Um, so to give you the rundown of me real quick, first pick, eagle's eyesight. Boom. Can spot pretty much like out anything. Like, just imagine being able to see like a 20 under a bench at the beach from like a quarter of a mile away through everybody. Second pick, an ant strength, oh. 50 times the body weight. So for me, that's 5,900 pounds, I think. I don't know. I said it earlier, but I forget now. Um, third pick, dog's loyalty. Always be there for everybody, no matter what happens, no matter what you do. Always here. Fourth pick, giraffe's height, just so that I could tower above everybody and, like, you know, not have to worry about not being able to see stuff and just, like, I can get the full picture of what's going on, like, if I know there's traffic, like, you know, driving in my convertible, right, and I see that there's traffic, like, a mile and a half up, and it hasn't quite hit us yet, I'll know to take an exit. That way, I don't have to, like, sit in traffic all day. But I did have an, two honorable mentions. Um, first honorable mention, an elephant's memory, because, like, they remember everything, like, everything, everything, which is crazy. And my second honorable mention was a lion's mane because that i just think they look really cool and i would like to have a mane like that those are my two honorable mentions but real uh, quick one more recap say my elephant. yeah yeah say yeah my honorable mention okay, yeah. My, my honorable mentions was um being able to see like behind myself without turning my head Ooh. a rabbit can do that that's I crazy that's really cool yeah like they can just like if you come up on them and try to scare them like they're probably just gonna scare you by saying hey I see Get away you from me. That red shirt with uh, blue jeans. And, yeah. Uh, Good luck uh, jumping me, shoes. boys. Like, they're just gonna start calling out stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not calling them. Like, like that's really cool. That was gonna be one of them. But just to fit a top four, it just didn't make my top four. Um, and another one was um, climbing walls like bears. I already said it, but like, you know, have you seen like not climbing walls, climbing trees and stuff like how they can just jump? Like, like if a bear yeah. is chasing you just i don't i mean i don't know for sure but i think you're supposed to like get like try to get as tall as you can but yeah i think there's i forget which way it is but i think like grizzly bear i think like you. grizzly bears play dead and i think black bears like stand up tall and try to like you know i don't know do something if you read into that though it's pretty interesting because like there's different things you need to do for different bears if you're ever caught in a situation um yeah so yeah that's just we're looking out for your safety now um Sorry, we don't have the correct information, but uh, or all the information I should say. But so yeah, just go ahead I was and just uh, saying, whatever you do, yeah. don't climb a tree. Don't yeah, climb a tree. that's a no-no. Don't do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was our second Mount Rushmore. Uh, we have a new segment called Question of the Day, where we take one of our listeners' questions and we answer it. So congratulations if you hear your question. If not, keep sending them in. Jack, what's our question of the day? Our first okay, ever our question, question of the day. Of the day. First ever. Yep, we did not do this in our first one, so we are excited to get on with this. Uh, this person sent in three. I'm going to go ahead and pick the one 
that I find most interesting. It is, if you had to pick anywhere in the world to go for one day, where would it be? Oh. You go ahead and start, Blake. I'm, I'm wow. Actually, I'm doing that it all. Is... I wanted to wing it since you had to wing it too. Yeah. Even though I'm just, <sighs> it's just going to be tough for me. To I don't know th- yeah. yeah, same here. Though. Like I know there's a couple places I want to go. Um, but if I if I'm gonna say if I had to go like one place in the world like, let's just spend a whole day there free of charge and all that stuff. I'm going yeah. to the Swiss Alps. I'm going to Switzerland, dude. Great views. Okay. They make great yeah. chocolate. They have really cool watches. Um, you get to dress cool because like you can add more to your like apparel for the day just because it's colder. So you know we're talking we're talking like um. Maybe white t-shirt, white crew neck t-shirt underneath of a cardigan with a little bit of a scarf. Have some good scarf action on there with like a nice like overcoat that goes down to your knees um, with a nice pair of like jeans and some dress boots. Nice looking watch. Um, I don't know. That's just like, yeah, I don't know. But I always want to go to Switzerland. Hopefully I make it there one day. So that's where I'd be going. Okay, so this sounds... This might sound dumb, but this is going to be my pick. Um, it's not Area 51, is it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, I would pick, since it's free of charge, and I'm, I'm guessing, are we going to go ahead and say that it's like free of like the things that you need to get to go do it? Yeah, yeah, like all expenses paid trip. Okay, well, I mean, I, I kind of just gave, okay, all expenses paid. I'm going to go and climb Mount Everest. Ooh, good one. Um, yeah, so I I want to say that's in um, Nepal. Nepal. Uh, is it Nepal? Nepal. Yeah, no, Nepal. Yeah. I'll ask by the stat department. Yeah, let's get on that. I think it's fun fact. I think I know this from my heart. Uh, I think it's like twenty nine thousand feet or something like that. Um. Um. Let's let's get on that. Uh, yes. Yeah. Twenty nine thousand twenty nine feet. It is. The country, it actually takes up, it's in Nepal and China. Wow. But yeah, that's where I would want to go. Just, that's a big mountain. I've always wanted to do it. Yeah, it's, it, oh, sorry, it's it's huge. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing I would want to do. I just think that's like so cool to have the memory saying that you climbed Mount Everest, but also like you, um, like I just think, like, if, if you ask someone, like, hey, what have you done in your life? Like, and they say, oh, I've climbed Mount Everest. Like, that just automatically puts you in, like, an elite category of. Yeah. Like, okay, you that makes me feel bad about myself. Yeah. Like, I would. Those guys, and I know it's not guaranteed survival. Like, people do die. But, like. Yeah. Out of all the ways you could possibly die, I think that's, like, on a list of, like, the coolest ways ever. Yeah. Doing something that. And also, that- like, your body never truly goes away. It. It like stays there frozen. So yeah, hold on. Let me let me uh, tell you. That's uh, free. Have you ever watched Austin m- Powers and how they just no. freeze their bodies and then bring them back? Oh yeah, I have or, seen yeah, that. They Excuse me. Yes. Their bodies yes. And then they bring. Yeah, like I. They that's for free. I mean, no one has to store you anyway. Like you're just um, free. Here, frozen. let's see here. How many people have made it to the top of Mount Everest? Um, about f- four thousand people have scaled the summit. Uh. So, I mean, that's out of like seven billion or something like that. That is yeah, a very, very small number. But more than three hundred people have died attempting it. Um. Yes. 
many people made it all the way to the top? All the way to the top, it says, although more than 4,000 people have scaled the summit since Sir Edmund Hillary and Sherpa Tenzing Norgay first conquered the mountain in 1953. So Edmund and Sherpa were the first people to climb it, but it says uh, about 4,000 people have scaled the summit since then. So that's how many people have made right, it to the I'm top. I'm going to try to look up. And 300 people have, more than 300 people have died attempting to reach the summit, which is the top of the mountain. Uh, wow. So okay, like, listen to this number. It says around 800 people attempt to climb it every year. But you're saying only 4,000 people have? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, since 1953. I, I, so let's do, let's do some quick math here. So the year is 2019 yeah. minus 1953. Okay, so that's Ooh. 66 years, and you said about 800 people climb it a year? Oh, yes. man. I got... That's a big number. Uh, 52,800. <laughs> I guess it's went up ex very exponentially uh, I believe since that. the first no, I guys did. That, but like, be just because it's... Uh, yeah. It's I guess it's more available with like people being able to train themselves for it and like uh, the resources to do it are more available and stuff like that. I guess it's grown... Um, but back then, those yeah. guys were like, those were some tough dudes to do it back then without like the oxygen mask, probably, oh and all like gosh, the yeah. high tech and clothing know, like, and all that stuff. I, I, you go to Disney, they have like the the um, Expedition Everest ride, which is a really cool ride. But they also have like artifacts and stuff inside there talking about like, and it was shown like back in the day how like they didn't have the mask. And people were like hallucinating stuff because they didn't, they would go up too fast. And like, and uh, I want to say, is it 47 meters down? You know how, like, whenever they went down so fast, it like, yeah, you're, you're supposed to go down and then stop, like, and then, yeah, like zigzag back and, and forth. And yeah, yes. And I think that is the same going up as it is down. Um, so. Yeah, those guys, they would just go up so fast, and, like, that's when people would, like, they would catch people and they would be naked and stuff because they thought that they were hot, but they really were just freezing. They, yeah. they froze to death, and that's just, it's terrible and stuff. But, like, I also, one more thing, it's saying, like, I'll go, I'm not going to go with the numbers, but, okay, so, and I'll start from 2005. 2005, there were six deaths. 2006, there was 11 2007 there was four 2008 there was one 2009 there was four 2010 there was three 2011 there was five 12 11 13 there was eight 14 there was 17 15 there was 22 16 there was seven and then 17 there was six but there's no like pattern like saying okay it's it's on a it's on a increase like a it's not steady it's not like a steady increase or a steady decrease it's just like oh yeah died. nothing and nothing's constant because of avalanches and stuff yeah but still even after seeing all this and hearing all this I'd, that's still what i would do if i could pick anything that's what i would go do for a day uh, it wouldn't yeah, take that's me a that's day, really cool but i would start it on that day and i would try to finish it within oh now that we're here i might as well look up how long does it take yeah if I, I'd say like mm, two to three weeks. That sounds like a good number. Um, oh, nope. Two months. <laughs> two months. <laughs> Holy crap. So I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners, but uh, but 
if we were to do this, if I ever were to do it, we would have to take a two-month break from pardon. Um, oh, not from my take guy. From uh, <laughs> from shooting the breeze. Sorry, listeners. I know you guys are. Beep. We'll just get, we'll get I'm rid bad. of that. Uh, I messed up. Yeah. We'll, no, we won't <laughs> because we love our listeners so much. That's so right. That's right. Hear it raw. We're going right. raw, baby. Um, <laughs> yes. So that's that's what I would do. We would definitely talk about some stuff so that we could have we wouldn't go in a huge dry spout but if i yeah. could pick anything that's I mean, why don't you just like why don't you just like skydive onto the top of mount everest so you make it to the top in one day i mean i know that takes away from the whole thing but, but like thing, how, how do you reach the highest point to skydive down because i mean i i know helicopters can't make it up that high yeah a lot of planes can't make it up that high oh um, no way dude some of these commercial aircraft, they fly, like, right around, like, 35,000 feet, dude. I mean, unless you know, take, like, a military like, jet. You know what I mean? I know, but uh, how are you going to skydive off with all the equipment you need? Like, you can't just skydive and oh. boom, be Well, fine. don't you... You, also, pay, you pay the army. You can't just jump out of a plane at some height. Yeah, you have to have, like, special gear like and a, stuff for like up that high. limit on how... Yeah. But, how Jack, remember, have to be, yeah. this is... This is all expenses paid, so you you have access to all this equipment and stuff. Remember that. Remember that. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but I think if I'm gonna do it, I want to do it the right way. I don't want yeah, to absolutely. Just all of a sudden land on top of the summit. I want to do it the right way, and I I respect that. I just that. think how I am. I I'm gonna finish it. And yes. knock on wood. Uh, <laughs> I I just think that I'll be in good shape. I do so. That's that's what I would do. Sorry, I keep talking about it, but yeah, that's that's our question of the day. That wraps it up, right? That was that was a really good first question of the day. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, it was. We got into that. Yeah. Yeah, that was We're good. All over that. That's right. Uh let's let's double check our show notes here. Uh I think all we have left is guys on chicks. Yeah, that's that's it. Questions from uh, our lady listeners. Yep. That uh, Blake and I are going to answer. Shout we out to you guys, girls. Excuse right, me, girls. Not saying we're wrong. Yep. Yeah. Award-winning listeners. Better said. Yeah. Um, yeah. AWLs. So we're not saying that we are correct and that we're not speaking for all guys. We are just speaking of our own experiences and our own advice. This is our advice that we would give. So I'm going to ask the questions, and Blake's going to go give his, and then I'm going to give mine. So uh, first question up. We have three of them today. Uh, first question is, how long does it take for a guy to get over a girl? Great question. I want to answer your question with another question. Well, not another question, but not an exact answer. It varies. Okay. Um, I feel okay. like it varies from guy to guy. I mean, you know, I've, I've just seen that, you know, with in cases with my friends, I, you know, I try to, you know, talk some of them through it, you know, try to help them get their minds off of, you know, the recent breakup that they've had. And some of my buddies are good to go, you know, and, you know, in a couple of days, which sounds like it's crazy. But I've known people that just really just go balls to the wall and just force themselves right through it. And I've known other guys that have taken, you know, a couple of weeks, close to a month. And uh, I've always been the latter type. Uh, it takes me a little bit longer to get over one. Um, just from my past experience, so it. I'd say I was. I officially moved on. I guess like, well, I officially moved on when when 
the girl, you know, things ended. But to get actually over it, I'd say probably a good, you know, three weeks for me um, with my past experiences. Uh, Jack, what about you? Okay, uh, again, I'm going to go ahead and say that, like, I, each relationship's different, and uh, relationships are built uh, built of what you go through. So, uh, whatever you go through together, like, so you have a relationship where you don't really, like, you're just kind of friends, and you guys are like, hey, wouldn't you rather just be friends instead of, instead of worrying about dating and stuff? Then you're like, okay, yeah, this isn't that hard. You guys realize why you did it. You still want to be friends. But then you're in a big relationship where a lot of stuff happens. Uh, a lot of personal stuff happens. You guys really learn. Uh, you guys grow together. You guys are best friends, but you're also just in a really tight relationship where you really tell yourself, okay, this is the girl I'm going to marry. And I've been in one of these where I'm just like, I want to marry this girl. And then you realize like once it once it ends and it's just it's tough so i i mean some can say that you really don't get over that and so it depends i guess time heals so i can't give you an exact number because every guy's different i i i still i mean uh like it's it's just it's a tough process for everyone being with that person that you really fall in love with and you do everything with, it's never easy to just uh, get over it. So, yeah, some can say, uh, I mean, you're, it's, it's, uh, my answer would be uh, kind of like yours where I don't have an exact answer, I guess, where I, I can't answer it for everyone. But for me, uh, being in a, some of the relationships I've been in or the one relationship, I've been in it's it's just tough it's tough to you don't really get over it so you're it's it's hard so if you really love the girl it's hard to get over it get over the girl that's how I would answer it yeah all right next question all right um up next what do guys expect from a girl depends on what guy you're talking about I know some yeah, guys that's, that that's, that are that look for strictly looks in a girl. I know other guys that don't give a crap about what the girl looks like. Um, I know some guys that don't look for anything in a girl and simply use the girl. Well, I, I, I'm not, not going to say I know guys that do that because, you know, most of the guys that I know that are, uh, you know, I'm buddies with, they're, they're quality gentlemen through and through. Uh, but I have yeah, known and know heard of guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, it's, like I said, it's different, uh, with every guy. Um, I mean, I guess personally, uh, I just look for, uh, you know, a good balance of all the things, you know, someone that's, uh, you know, pretty laid back and easygoing, you know, can take, can take a lot of jokes. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, they're big into sports and stuff like that. Um, and they, you know, they mean, well, I know I've known some girls that have ulterior motives. Uh, so, I mean, that's what, what I look for in a girl is, like I said, laid back, easy going, can, you know, can take the jokes, likes sports, likes going out and doing stuff, but also likes staying at home just as much. Uh, I'm a pretty big homebody myself, so, 
I mean, pretty much, like, if I'm hanging out with my girlfriend, it's either, it's usually, for the most part, like, I'd say probably a good 80% of the time, it's either my place or her place. Uh, <laughs> and, like, we'll go out and, you know, see movies and, like, go hang out with, you know, other buddies and stuff like that at, you know, like a party once in a while or something like that. But for the most part, pretty much, you know, just kicking back at one of our houses and doing whatever, <laughs> you know, watching movies, watching TV shows, watching YouTube yep. videos, just whatever. Jack? Yeah, I feel you there. Um, I, I don't, okay. I don't expect anything from a girl. I think that, and this is not saying like. Oh, excuse, hold like, on. I, I just think. Did, did the question say what do guys look for? Or like what to expect? Because no, I got. What do guys expect? Okay. Expect from a girl. I apologize for all that. Jack, I agree with you. I expect nothing. You know what I mean? Like. If you are who yeah. you say you are, like, am I, I don't have super high expectations. I pretty much just expect a girl, um, I guess not to be like a hundred percent controlling and like move into a dictator, dictatorial yeah, yeah, role or like, something in your life. Again, yeah. how I, I know what you were getting to saying, like, you don't expect a girl to like do any, like, I'm not sitting here expecting this, if that, I, and the other thing from you. Some, yeah, I don't ex- like just. Yeah, I expect you to be yourself. I don't I guess. expect them. Yeah, I don't expect them to do anything special for me. I don't expect yeah. anything like that. Do I appreciate if they ever do anything from? Yeah, I always appreciate it. But absolutely, I never sit there and I never expect anything from. I don't. I'm not. I don't expect to be treated. Uh, okay. Well, I expect to be. I guess if, if you're. To the point where you're loving someone, I expect to be loved back. I guess like I don't want. I, however, I'm treating you. I'd want. I'd want to be treated the same. So that's how. That's what I would say. I don't expect them to to be super or do anything special. I just expect to, I guess, be treated as your boyfriend. So that's how I would put it. I don't expect a whole lot because I. I've found that whenever you expect a whole lot, you just you get let down <laughs> like so uh, <laughs> that's that's a tough question there. that's expect, expect that's less. a tough question yeah yeah it's a tough question so i don't expect a whole lot um not in a bad i'm not saying this is a bad way where i just don't expect anything for girls but i'm saying to where like girls are supposed to everyone just wants to be happy right i mean like so if you just expect happiness and they do the same then it usually leads to a happy relationship so on to the next one. Uh, yeah, it's just I think uh I don't know. Let's check the time here. We're we're at an hour and twenty minutes now. Uh, let's just go ahead and do one more for today. Yeah, last one. We'll wrap it up on this. Uh, make this a short one. It says, "Why can't men find find things on their own?" This is a question that someone wrote in. So of course we're gonna go ahead and answer it. Uh, okay. Wait, I can I just tell you? you wow, that is an amazing question. That's that's when yeah, we that started is. doing the guys on chicks. We kind of thought it'd be questions more like this you know like like the one you asked or like maybe yeah. why do why do most yeah. guys leave the seat up when they're done peeing or seat up yep yeah or, you know just just some goofier Yoli. stuff like that but hey we take we're taking all the questions here you know but this is kind of yep. this is what we'll i expected so i'm i'm glad to i'm glad to answer this one um so why can't guys find things on their own guys are very simple creatures by nature um i don't think we try to overachieve and and walmart and the grocery store and stuff like that like we're pretty simple in the fact that yeah. we know exactly what we need and where to find it like 
I was at the I was at the market um, after practice two years ago, and mom told me to like go get like cottage cheese or something, and it was like some like type like large curd or something. I don't know something like that is what the text said, and I was like, what is going on? I was like, okay, I was like, I can do this, you know, I'm pretty confident myself. And can I tell you that I wandered around Martin's probably for a good 10 minutes before I ran into my, at the time, my girlfriend's mother, and I had to ask her for help. And she pointed me right in the right direction. And I found it. And like, by the time I got there, as soon as I got there, I found it. Um, I think men just kind of wander aimlessly, eh, confidently wander aimlessly, hoping that it'll show up in their field of vision. Uh, yeah. Sidebar yeah, back to the Mount Rushmore, somehow. eagle eyesight. I know everything's at, uh, but yeah, we just kind of wander around confidently hoping that something that just fate will prove us right. (laughs) If it's outside of our, uh, if it's outside of our usual area of operation, if that makes sense. Um, and I think girls are, I know exactly girls are more organized and, um, I guess know a lot more about locating things like in stores and and stuff like that and but I, th- like, I also think that's that mom trait the mom yeah trait that oh absolutely 100 percent, 100 percent. and that's one thing i always look for in like a girl like you want to have that mom trait especially whenever like when you're dating to like dating to marry and stuff well, I, i'm not saying like you can date however you want but like i personally if, if when i'm i date to marry so like whenever i'm like wow okay so they can help me out with this just imagine how they're going to be as a mom. Because, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you only get better as time goes on. You get better as a mom. So that's that mom trait that kicks in. So, like, God, dads dads or guys have them. But also when we're in the market, like, I'll use your example, in the market and stuff. And it's not just in the market. Um, so the question, find things on their own. So, yeah, I struggle with this too. And it's something that I would always get bashed. Um I would always get bashed for in a relationship. So finding things on my own, not great at it. Um, but also having, like, um, the fact that you're asking this question means that you're experiencing it. So yeah. you must have some type of mom trait. So, yeah, that's just really – keep it up. Keep it Props up. Props to you. Yeah. Yeah. Great, <laughs> yes. great, great stuff right there. But, Jack, yep. is, I, is that it? it? I th- is that it yeah, for the that, day show? Yeah, that's what we had for the day. It's a All good right. episode. Yeah, it was. It was uh, the official the official end of the episode is not going to come for another two minutes, but like all the segments and stuff we got done about an hour 22, which yes. is pretty good time, pretty average time. Um, yep. Hopefully, we'll start getting some interviews in for you guys here soon yes. uh, once this becomes a more regular thing. Um, and just other than that, you know, keep writing in. Ladies, keep writing in your questions you have about your boyfriend or, uh, you know, significant other whatever uh for the most part and guys again if you guys if you guys have any questions or you guys do you need another man's perspective on something or a second opinion let us know but uh thank you for listening and giving us about an hour and 25 minutes of your time we appreciate that and uh just stay safe out there guys yep love you guys peace